Hello and welcome to the future. I am your time traveling co-host Stephen Reyes here with my fellow traveler Sean Anderson. And today, this Monday year is what is it? Ah, yes, July nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. We will be talking to you about the movie Safety Not Guaranteed, which, quite frankly, for us time travelers, is kind of the catalyst of our endeavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen to these this podcast as we explain the intricacy of time travel and how it can change your life. Yes, we know what we're, what we're talking about. We're absolutely uh, physicists in that way. Mm-hmm. So everything we say is gold. <laughs> Go ahead and kick back, relax, and listen. And this is... More. Movies. Please. Please. And we are off. I'm thrilled to see you today, Stephen. I don't know why. Uh, I think I, you know what? I want to be in an optimistic mood. So it is a Monday and I'm saying, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to screw my usual uh, Garfield attitude toward Mondays and just say, you know what? Today's (laughs) going to be a good day. We're recording an episode. We're recording two episodes today. And well, one of them is absolutely worth talking about. The other is... It's interesting. Maybe adds a little bit more work to this this <laughs> bit of work that we're doing. Um, mm. But is I don't know be if I day. would call it work. So the second episode, which we won't give the title uh-huh. yet, but I will say that it is the B movie that will release at the end of this month for our listeners. Yes. And Sean may call it a little more work. I call it a little more well, wow. You know what? I let me amend what I said. The work part of it was watching the movie. I think talking about it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I'm feeling pretty good today for a Monday, which I think is unusual. Um, kind of throughout history, who likes Mondays? Um, Very few people, I think. I don't Except know. Except for maybe you, since you have Mondays off. Mondays are a non-work day for you. So it it's a it's a double-edged sword. So the. Per- a person who would like Mondays is Office Space. That one lady. <laughs> oh, Mondays, we had a case right? Of the Mondays. The Mondays. <laughs> yes. So there's that. For me, it's my Sunday, and it's right before I go back to oh, work. So it's kind of the the dread day. The dread day. Plus, with all the stuff I have going mm-hmm. on, essentially, I Monday is my if I have any time for myself. That's the time. But normally, it gets booked up with random projects here and there. Mm-hmm. So Mondays are just like. I'm supposed to be re- Nope. All right, keep going. Keep right, going. We but we get to talk about safety not guaranteed, which is our movie for today. And man, we will spoil that spoil stuff the for heck you. Out of it. Big because, spoilers in this one because um, I, I don't want to talk about the ending in depth at the moment. But uh, okay, this is the second time I've seen this movie. Both times I've seen this movie, that ending is still very unexpected. I'm like, I don't know what happened. And I'm so glad they didn't really explain any of it. It's a mm-hmm. very, there's a big mystery surrounding the ending. And it is, uh, I, it's just very unexpected. I would never have yeah, guessed so it would have happened. We will speculate as to what did or did not happen. That's the one thing we, we do the spoiler warning because we spoil stuff in this podcast. Mm -hmm. What I am going to request is that we wait till at least the end of the episode to say whether or not this guy can really time travel or not. Oh, of course. That way everybody can listen until the end 
And then if they really want to watch it, they can pause right before we get there. And we'll give, you know what? This will be a first. I will give one more spoiler a warning before we answer the big warning. question. Wow. Okay. This is unprecedented in the history of more movies, please. Which I think tells you something. I, if I had to place bets... And we did another, say we did another like top five favorite movies or even, I don't know, mm-hmm. expanded to top 10. I don't know if we do top 10 for the podcast, but on your personal top 10 movie list, I, I would not be surprised if I saw this movie inch its way up into your top 10. It's possible. It's possible. We'll find out when I say whether it's a rental or an Insta buy. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, knowing mm-hmm. you, Stephen, I think I might be able to figure it out, but I'm not going to spoil it for, I'm not going to add, I'm not going to make this a triple spoiler. No turkeys in this one. This would, I can't do it. You know, this is off topic, but I'm going to throw it in there because you said turkeys. Uh-huh. I really want to get a, I've gotten a turkey while bowling before, but I really want to get a turkey on Thanksgiving. Uh, like go bowling and go just bowling. get a turkey and then go eat turkey you know or have turkey at, in the lane i was gonna say you should be like you know chomping on a on a turkey drumstick while you're bowling getting that third one and then mm-hmm. uh I, what how else can you do it i don't know uh, uh dressed up as a turkey there we go a turkey turkey <laughs> turkey turkey it would That's be uh, uh let me see if i can do the. let me see if my mouth is up to the task i'm gonna take a page out of i think uh how i met your mother's book and we can make this a um Tur tur turkey kiki, t uh, turkey. Yeah, no, you had you had the right amount. I always went short. <laughs> that was oh, oh, that was uh. I didn't even do my mouth warm up today, and oof. <laughs> turkey within a turkey. <laughs> Something wrong about that. Ah, uh, that's just gluttonous to me. I don't know. I, it's not even appealing to me just as a as a food item. But uh, I don't know. Never mind. I I don't get the benefit of doubling up like. It's one thing, like if you do two burger patties, because it's an even cook ish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can see that. But a turkey within a turkey, I'm like, so what? One's going to be more turkey juice than the other, and <laughs> one's g- just going to be dried out. I guess. I, I mean, I think it's a play on the the turducken, which is uh, what is it? It's like a chicken stuffed inside a duck and stuffed inside a turkey, which is ridiculous in itself. I don't know. This is a whole uh, universe of food that I don't understand. I I have no appetite for. Uh, but yeah, a turkey key is, what's the point of that? I guess the, it's a reason there is a, there's a reason why it was on a sitcom because it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, that's what sitcoms are for, for unique, crazy mm-hmm. things. Especially that sitcom. I mean, I know this is mm-hmm. not more TV, please, but that's a, that's, that was, I don't know. It's one, I, I again, we're talking top tens. I would put that one. If I had to make a, an assumption about you, put that one in your top 10. Of TV shows? Yeah. Yeah, if you for the for the most part, there's the well, okay. So we, we forget about the last season. Seasons well, what one through seven? I think it was like I have no down. problems with everything they did. Uh-huh. I just had a problem with how short or long they did certain parts of that story. Oh sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it, it yeah. did get. Maybe it should have been shorter. I would agree with that. Yeah, I'll just I'll do my quick things because. As you said, not more TV, please. No. But basically, I thought we should have had more time with the mother. And th- like that whole season of one wedding happening mm. should have been a season with the mother finally introduced. And then that the events they had of what happened to the mother could have been like the few episodes, like what they did when she actually showed up. I see. Well, I will have to I'll have to keep this in mind for when I do actually finally get to watching that season. I still haven't seen that season yet. Yeah, I need to get to that show. I've been wanting to watch it. Um well, mm-hmm. I'm glad I was pretty vague there. Yes, I because just it. like you'd have to send a, yeah. a spoiler warning for for me. Ooh. But but safety that was not guaranteed. Almost, yeah, 
that that was almost brutal, just like that interview in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that inter- Okay, so this movie came out in 2012. I think at the time that that interview, that interview scene was just sort of seen as like, uh, you know, a little quirky. It was Aubrey Plaza yeah. interviewing for a job she didn't want. So mm-hmm. obviously it was going to be sarcastic and quirky. But watching this movie and seeing that scene now, after 2020 happened, I'm like, I totally get you. Everything, everything is just crap. All you know, trying to find a job like that is—that's probably the right amount of respect you should be giving that that uh, uh, interview process, I suppose, because everything is terrible. They're going to underpay you. You're, you're not going to enjoy it, and it's going to be a crap job. So, might as well look for a way to time travel. It'll be a better use of your time. Yeah, although then we can have lots of paradoxes, which we'll get to that. But uh, I don't know if this movie was that concerned with paradoxes. No, they were not at all. I, I, I want to address the paradox, but they weren't that concerned that mm-hmm. I didn't take it that much. Like, I felt like for her, she wasn't like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do it. Yeah. It was more of like her actually just being honest. Like, I just need a job. Like, if I heard that from an interviewee, I would have been like, oh, well, thanks for not BSing me. I honestly don't think this will be a good fit because I think the patrons are going to piss you off and <laughs> you're going to you piss might, off the patrons. Yeah. So rather than you're not good for this place. Like he was just brutal. I, I would agree with your assessment. If I was being spoken to that plainly and that openly, I'd be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't think this is going to work, but I appreciate what you're, what you're bringing to the table here. But yeah, that guy, yeah. that interviewer guy clearly drank the, the company Kool-Aid and was like, Oh, you, this, you terrible person. You're, you're, how, how dare you uh, besmirch the good name of, of whatever restaurant this is. We're going to call it shenanigans because that's all I can think about. <laughs> You're on an office space kick today, aren't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I just saw Waiting, so I could have gone with that place. Uh, well, I, I appreciate that you didn't because I have not seen Waiting. It would have flown right over my head. Yeah, you, you should see it, but don't see it before or shortly after you eat. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. A, a yeah, restaurant, it's... a raunchy restaurant comedy, I take it. You don't fuck with people who touch your food. <laughs> well, that's just good life advice at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this movie shows why. <laughs> well, yeah, I, okay. Yes, I will. I will. Um, I don't know when you know to what, eat maybe it. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe. eat it when I'm feeling, I don't know. Maybe I'll add it to the episode index. I mean, I've heard it talked about for a long time. I think it's sort of gained its own small cult following. So it maybe it's something I need to see. I mean, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it and, and uh, Luis Guzman. That's always a good time. Yes, that is a good start. I'm sorry, we're, we're talking about safety not guaranteed. There, movies are on the mind today. I like it. Um, so this one <laughs> is, you know, I also kind of got the impression from uh, Darius's character. That's an interesting name for Aubrey Plaza's character, Darius. Um, mm-hmm. That she was also, I mean, you saw throughout the film and how she um, became really interested in Kenneth and, and eventually attracted to him. and was really supporting his his quest even when you find out that he might be i don't know suffering from some sort of a maybe even ptsd i don't know he he's he's scarring over a lot of his past um that she didn't really want that restaurant job because it wasn't going to give her any real sense of purpose i think she was looking for something that would would have been like personally fulfilling and would have made life worth living and you know a a crappy restaurant job wasn't going to do that for her yeah the definitely like the internship she was doing they were 
peons being pushed around like any gopher. Yeah. But at least it had stories like that were potentially interesting or at least had some substance versus, Mm -hmm. can I get you more coffee? Oh, thank you for the dollar tip. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If you're lucky, Mm -hmm. you you might, you might end up just getting like a note written on, on your receipt saying, you know, restaurant workers shouldn't work for tips. You know, why should I pay you for doing your job? That kind of bullshit. Oh yeah. That's how you get a potato thrown at your windshield. (laughs) And, And for good reason. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, instead, she's working for for that newspaper, that local newspaper. It seemed like for this very uh, uh, intense boss. But I will say that the reporter she ended up getting tasked to work with, Jeff's character or the character of Jeff, yeah, actually, like he he had ulterior motives motives for everything he wanted to do. But he also actually gave the interns a lot of responsibility and a lot of leeway to to really chase after the story. And I thought that was really cool of him. Like he could have been a draconian taskmaster, but he was really laid back and let them kind of stretch their wings. I'd say uh, the I, I have a two word description for him: uh-huh. lovable jerk. And the jerk part fades away after a little bit of time. So he yeah. was lovable the whole time. A little bit because he was like, as you said, he gave them a lot of responsibility, but he was also making them do most of the work. But he yeah. was yeah. considerate to them, like okay, do you want this? You want that? Like he wasn't pushing them around. It was just more of, I'm here to chase my old sweetheart mm-hmm. who he said he just wanted to bone, but he, you don't hold a picture like that for 20 years unless you're like in love with them. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which, which I think may, was the reason why he ended up um, chasing after her after his initial, I'll say disappointment, but I don't agree with, with his feeling about like when he, when he finally found his, you know, young high schoolish sweetheart he was yeah. underwhelmed by her because you know as all people do she she aged a little bit uh and she wasn't her her like 18 or 19 year old self understandably and yeah. i was disappointed in him in his reaction to- there because she was i don't I, I mean they just showed a picture of her and what she looked like in the past i'm sure she was a beautiful young person um but as a, a more of an adult mm-hmm. seemed there was nothing wrong with her. I don't know what his deal was. He he was just very childish there. Yeah, that he was childish. He was expecting one kind of image and he hadn't adapted to what beauty would be at that age, which wasn't that old. It was more of thirties, hey, right? Like our age. Yeah. Nobody holds their teenage body, no matter how fit they are. Mm. Like they still expand a little bit bone structure and all that. Bit. You get some wrinkles. It's just it happens. Mm. And I, like there are some who hold their shape pretty well but nobody is the same no everybody everybody is going to get decrepit at some point and mm-hmm. even still like i thought she was a very interesting beautiful woman and i'm glad he he tried to grow up a little bit i think in the end he yeah failed a little bit at that growing up um when he when he was facing rejection but he did say take some positive steps and it ended up i think being good for him i can understand why he overreacted because originally he had this one image that bubble was burst he essentially settled for a new life path that he was not expecting and not settled in a bad way like more i think he i think it was i think he grew up actually i think he realized that oh hey this person that i was idolizing um Mm -hmm. isn't the person i thought she would be but she is better and now i want to have a life that i didn't think i wanted to have and like even even though he grew up and like ex- got saw what was great for him, yeah. it's still like from being here to all of a sudden being here, even if you 
are happy about it. Mm -hmm. It's still like it's a, a shell shock to adjust just to. And then when he made that change and yeah. then he went all in asking, then asking got her rejected. to move. That was a big question though. I don't really blame her. He was saying like, yeah, move to wherever it was, what Seattle or whatever it was. Move, mm. move to my city with me, drop your entire life and move with me because I'm having a profound moment. I, I understand why he's disappointed, but I also really understand why she was like, oh, oh yeah. I don't know, man. It's like she did that once before, as she said, and it didn't go well. Yeah. So, no, I, I just get like why he was hurt, because that was like two it's major a, changes that he tried to go through and yeah. then got yeah. shot down. Yeah. I mean, he he was he was growing and developing. And I think he was excited for that. He was like, hey, I'm becoming mm -hmm. I feel like I'm becoming a better person. This is this is new ground for me. This is cool. So I want to. I uh, experienced this with you. And then she pulled the rug out from under him. He should have expected it, but that's beside the point. And I, I do agree with you. I, th I understand why he would be so disappointed. Um, he could yeah. have maybe been more of an adult about it, but I, I would understand if, if like this big dream you have is suddenly like, nope, I'm not going to do that. You're, you're crazy Just for even asking. Snatched away. Yeah. It's a shame. But I, in the end, I think that was probably the best experience for him. I could see him mm -hmm. like in the timeline after the the credits of this movie. I could see him actually becoming a better, more decent person eventually. Yeah, and like when he was trying to get his in Indian intern, and that's the best description I can go because uh, I would say I they like uh, Karen Sony Arno, who was in Deadpool, yeah. which was amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved him in Deadpool. Yeah, well, it was more of like they really played up that stereotype with the glasses and everything. Yeah, it very much the like high school nerd stereotype. Yes, the high school nerd. They just went for any unique description they could. And I love the fact that when the, the intern was just like, you're just trying to set me up. You want to laugh at me? He's like, no, this is your time that I know like this won't come again. I want you to do this. Like, I want to help you. Like. He was a good wingman. He yeah. slept outside the hotel all night so this guy could get his first fun time. H hung out with the the weird, creepy goth kid. S uh -huh. Smoked with that kid. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think um, Jeff was maybe a little intense. And that sort of interaction was like way out of uh, Arno's depth. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I think in the end, he, Jeff is ultimately a good guy. Like he... He was going too fast for Arno, probably, but maybe yeah. that's all. That's what Arno needed, and well, yeah, he had his he, best intentions. Probably in mind. would have been another five years before he had any kind of success like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because uh -huh. did you see his? Remember his um, poor attempt at flirting <laughs> with um, Darius? Yeah. That it was just like, do you wear thigh high leggings? No, <laughs> no. I think you'd look good in them, like so creepy like it wasn't he wasn't being creepy but it just sounded so creepy no, it came off as creepy i think his intentions mm -hmm. were were not to be creepy but it yeah, came pick off better 100 percent creepy <laughs> not like, it came off like yeah i'd love to see you in those leggings yeah like i think that sundress will look good on you yeah God, yeah just like <laughs> that i don't i did not like that voice and those words so close in my ears <laughs> it felt like you were whispering straight to me i can just going no, stop it. Uh -uh. No, thank you. Yeah, that yes. should not be that should not be uh, anybody's go to move. Just be a normal person and talk to other people. <laughs> yeah. So I will warn you guys for the end of this month. If you thought that was creepy, wait till the B movie bonus because there's going to be so many bad jokes for this particular film that's coming up. Yes.
Oh, it's going to be weird. I, I'm going to put, there won't be an explicit disclaimer on the rating, but mm-hmm. I will say if you can't handle bad jokes, Archer and above, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe yeah, skip yeah. that episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely don't watch, listen to that one with your kids. I don't even watch that movie. <laughs> oh, don't watch that with your kids and yeah. maybe not even listen to the this episode, that B-movie episode with your kids. That's questionable, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that disclaimer at the beginning as well. So the newspaper ad they, they found was was mm-hmm. interesting. I think I'd... Did I put this in the trivia? Um, yeah, the, the classified yeah. ad on which the film was based was did actually appear in a, a publication in 1997. So this was... This movie uh, was based off a, a real thing, not suggesting that somebody did actually build a time machine and go back in, in time. Um, that we know of. Well, yeah. Um, it, it was sort of just uh, a filler. Uh, an employee of the magazine added it as filler. Um, but they, I love that the, the filmmakers of this, of this one took that and really ran with it and actually legitimized it and built this character of Kenneth around it as somebody who, mm-hmm. who really does believe that he can travel back in time. And has said that he's done it before, which was an interesting point that I, I wish they had touched on more. I wanted to know more about like, what was his previous attempt like if it actually happened or if it was just some like, uh, I don't know, uh, psychosis brain trick that he played after his dramatic accident. I don't know. Who knows? Like, there's a lot of possible holes of him doing it before. Like, why do you need to do it again? Why do you need to steal the parts if you really had the parts the first time? Like those are questions but, best not asked with a film like this. I'd say just enjoy the ride and and <laughs> like oh yeah. yeah no no the, no, the I, ride of this film yeah. the pacing was great because the soundtrack oh soundtrack was oof. great yeah this is it reminded me of how much I like the Garden State I was soundtrack just gonna say yeah this is very much that sort of film with that sort of soundtrack um pretty mm-hmm. indie kind of quirky just mostly kind of breezy and fun it was really good yeah. Uh, but I thought the, the the character of Kenneth was probably the most interesting person in this entire film. I'd have to say, because he had layers, yeah. and to quote Shrek, <laughs> ogres have layers, like an uh-huh. onion. <laughs> he, yeah, he was very much like an onion slash ogre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he had a lot of layers because, you know, he comes off as just this like super intense kind of creepy guy who's like, I want to talk to anybody I can talk to about this this weird time travel thing I got going on. But he's yeah. actually, he's got a lot more sincerity behind him. And I think, I don't know, I'm sure everybody has, has encountered uh, a person in their life who is just very, very, very into what they're interested in and wants to talk about it with anybody who has ears. And, you know, sometimes that can be sort of seen as sort of like overwhelming, it's a little overwhelming. <laughs> but, it, you know, if you give them time you, and, and don't just write off the person as some like weird, quirky guy then you might actually find that the person is really interesting and worth befriending and talking to. And that's what Darius ended up doing. You know, it started out as like, mm-hmm. we got to talk to this guy because we need to write this, this newspaper article. But I think yeah. she, I mean, clearly she ended up befriending him and, and wanting to be with him. But you find out that even that really intense person is, you know, worth talking to, has a story to tell and could, Hey, could one day take you back in time. You never know. You never know. And maybe you will, maybe you won't. Of course, along the way, you may be forced to, you know, help rob like a, I don't know, an, an engineering that supply company or something. Was the most <laughs> entertaining robbery ever. Cause like my first objection was 
that mask, we can see what your face. Was that mask? Yeah. That for the most part. I, like the worst mm. part about that was, uh, you know, it, he was wearing a mask. The, the face hole cut out of it was like a good two thirds of the face cut out. But then after he infiltrates the building, he's like, I guess it's time to take off the mask now. I'm like, dude, yeah, why? without looking for cameras, like <laughs> supposedly he learned the layout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know who would want a mask like that? Mm. The people from um, Django Unchained. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> they could get away with it. They don't have cameras. They, yeah, but yeah, this film, there's a camera trained right on his face, <laughs> and he just drops down like I'm out of frame. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I love how many times he walked past that party, right, and they didn't notice him. And the one thing you think would get his atten- their attention, that drop of that whatever laser or just object that he caught. But no, the little <laughs> door closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, except for that door closed, except for, you know, some hinges needing some WD-40. That guy was, was sneaking mm-hmm. around like a cat. He had some skills. Yeah. And I just love like how the whole office walked after him. Nobody chased no. him. Nobody was like stopping. Him. Just like, wait, are you supposed to be here? Like just yeah, why are you being very weird? nonchalant. Like. I would expect people to go, hey, somebody call yeah, the cops. Somebody like, tackle it him. was just so relaxed. Even even when so the van like, screeched up and he was like loading stuff in, they were just like, this is weird. What's going on, man? Who are you? Did Did you notice if the van was stick shift or not? Oh, I don't know. It, it, so, it kind of came off like that. It, it's either that or Darius has no idea how to drive. I'm gonna, one of those because if it was stick, it would have stalled out. She would have had to restart it. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just kept on like just... I don't know, left the emergency brake on. So she'd go in and stop and go in and stop. Probably that Mm -hmm. one. I was just like, why can't you skid away? (laughs) (laughs) And like twice. Uh, Uh. It could have been, you know, knowing Kenneth, it could have been a stick shift. That Mm -hmm. seems like something um, peculiar enough to have been a thing. A stick shift, like panel cargo van. Eh, They're out there. The long stick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, I would have been driving just like her. I cannot drive a stick. That is a skill I never developed, which I'm okay with. Most this, people don't. Need I was going to say at this point, you know, I don't live in Europe. That's not anything I need to worry about. I still phantom try to step on the clutch, and my car now has buttons instead, of not even a shifter anymore. Really, <laughs> it's just such. And I still go for the clutch. Ingrained muscle memory for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I still reach down to hold on to something like when I have my automatic, I was still holding the shifter, even though sure. I couldn't shift. Well, it. At that point, it's, that's just like a, a comfort thing, right? Like a like a like a control thing. I want to be in power. Uh, you know what made me feel very unempowered? That? that gun shooting <laughs> training montage. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting point. I was point. like, she's yeah. going to shoot him. And not because she was a bad shot, because he kept on <laughs> running in front of her to give her like the illusion of chaos and a moving object i'm like no No. you don't use yourself as a distraction with a loaded gun throw stuff at her string up some move something some paper targets or something yeah get pinatas i don't care but no i was like somebody's going to get shot you know i i'm not a gun enthusiast i've never owned a gun or even shot a gun um but even i know like oh that's that's like rule number one or two with a gun is don't walk don't stand in front of a loaded gun man Oh, and they were 100, he was 100% doing the um, Galaxy Quest role with the pistol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that quite a lot. <laughs> I mean, questionable gun safety aside, that was a fun little scene. Um, I don't know why they would ever need to um, put on those, uh, how would you call it, evasive maneuvers. <laughs> It, it was because fun to watch. the government's after them i guess somebody was after them um and you know to darius's credit 
Uh, she, I don't know, seemed like she was doing okay with a gun. Once she switched to like yeah. the, the one-handed side shooting stance. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that I, I, I want to hear from you with, with your expertise. I get the impression that that sort of stance is just, it's not done anymore. But to me, it kind of makes sense to like minimize um, your target space by kind of standing to the side and having the gun out in front of you. Okay, so to minimize, that would minimize the person who's trying to shoot you's target. Sure, yeah. Because then there's a less of a mass, but for you, mm-hmm. it's just going to lessen the stability you have while mm-hmm. you're holding the gun. So to make it easier for her to shoot and be more accurate was the uh, should have been the opposite effect. So, so <laughs> at least till she gets better at right. it. So square up a little bit more and and have like a stabilizing hand uh, under the one holding mm-hmm. the gun. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Well, I don't know. Seems like she picked it up pretty quickly. <laughs> it. it it was like million ways to die in the West that who knows how it works. It just works. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, at least she was a better shot than uh, Albert in that film. <laughs> yeah. Which I was still impressed with. You're pretty much as far away as I am to the computer and you still miss the glass bottle. How the hell? That man shouldn't We wouldn't even talk about that episode. That's why he never won at the fair. <laughs> He's just terrible at it. People die at the fair. <laughs> she would have won at the fair. She was doing okay. She was popping uh, the, those bottles pretty well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That I was, I want to cover his song because oh, I didn't expect thing? him to suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, it seemed like he was very serious. Like he's trained, he's disciplined. So I didn't expect the song, the playing to suck. I thought the lyrics might be weird and they turned out to be beautiful. I was like, damn. I dug that song. This, Damn. Yeah, so they were they were hanging around a campfire. At this point, like they are totally both digging each other. They are into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of unspoken, but it's clear that there's something going on between them. Uh, Jeff and Arno are off. Like they <laughs> they're doing their own adventure. Um, and uh, Darius is with Kenneth and around a, a very cozy and romantic campfire. And he what happens? He he just he asks if he wants uh, if she wants to hear him play a song, and he pulls out this like what do you call it, a zither? Kind of looks like a yeah, uh, like a slide guitar sort of thing where it's played horizontally. Kind of looks like I'd say it's a combination of a slide guitar and a washboard. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like still takes skills or like a hor- horizontal harp. Oh uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would agree with that. It's it was an interesting um, instrument. Um, I don't know, a regular kind of stringed instrument. Um, maybe not the most beautiful sounding thing out there. But when you cut, when you know how to play it, and you couple it with uh, some really mm-hmm. uh, good lyrics, I would say, and a somewhat decent voice, it. I agree. It sounded like a very nice song. I yeah. would love to hear I'm, it again. Yeah, I want to hear that song again. That and it was. I'm absolutely 100 not. Oh no, go ahead. You're probably saying the same thing I was about to say. <laughs> I was just going to say that I'm not surprised at all that she kissed him after that exactly song. exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, pal, that song worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song. So, okay. So my brain went to B-movie joke. So I'll go with the, that was a beautiful moment. That was a sweet first kiss. Great moment. Absolutely. Dumb Steven aside, that's a panty dropping song right there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, come on. You got the campfire. You, you're, you know, probably mm-hmm. had a s'more or two and uh, but i'm really glad that it was a simple sweet moment because that was a little too beautiful to <laughs> drift into there weren't actual campfire. literal panties dropping <laughs> yeah but no sorry after watching our b movie so close together i that's I, where your mind's going yeah. i get it i get it mm-hmm. no it, it was a lot sweeter than if this was deep murder it would have been something else 
Um, <laughs> they know the title. I was now. like, you can, you can bleep it out. <sighs> you know, no. if this were our B movie, then uh, it would have been a different story. But this one, it was, it was very sweet and it really brought mm-hmm. them closer together. And I think it was the thing that like, if they hadn't have had that moment, then what happened a little later on in the film toward the end, when uh, Kenneth found out like the reason why Darius was there, that she was working yeah. for the newspaper and, and he thought that she was just, everybody was making fun of him and didn't believe him. And she brought up that traumatic uh, moment from his past. I don't think he would have really accepted her on, on his time machine boat, but because they had that moment, yeah. it really strengthened their bond. And it, I ultimately, hey, I think gave him the ability to forgive her. That connection gave her the second chance to explain herself. Yeah. Not immediately. Yeah. Cause one, you have this random guy who freaked you out, show up in your house. You yeah. have the government after you. And then the yeah. person that you're pretty much getting attached to kind of like the person that he was trying to go air quote save. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just very traumatic. And we're almost to the massive spoiler. Well, I, wanna, I, I wanna do ask want you to ask you about the, the quote unquote government operatives. Uh, the, there's mm-hmm. a couple of very familiar, like um, dudes dressed up in trench coats, driving around in like dark sedans, kind of, kind of looking government guys. But when yeah. the Darius or, or Jeff or whomever, confronted them i recall them saying we you know we don't know who kenneth is we think kenneth is the government operative we're trailing we're trailing him to find out who he is i think there was a bit of like i want to i want to really know who these these two sedan driving guys are i could see like i believe it if they were working for the government but i am a little surprised that they didn't know more about kenneth well he was pretty off the grid yeah that's true he was basically you know cabin and in the woods and no nobody could get really close to him that easily like I like how um, Jeff was like, you're a hot, nerdy girl. Of course, he'll take you with him. And she actually had to earn time with him, which I was impressed with because it wasn't just like, oh, yeah. pretty girls talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can come with me on my time right. machine. No, it was just like, no, she was she was impressed. Can I trust you? Yeah, she like sidled up to oh, him in the store and was like <laughs> acting all all nondescript and, and like mysterious herself. I love that whole can of soup just without looking. Without looking. <laughs> oh man. If I saw that, yeah, I would I'd be like Kenneth too. I'd be like, oh damn, this girl knows her stuff. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell her all of my secrets. The can of soup and the have you faced certain death before? If I had, I wouldn't be here. I was like, good, good answer. answer. Yeah. That's a major plot yeah. hole in that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was quick. She was quick. And then, you know, she walked away, turned around and threw another can of soup at him with her phone number on it. I'm like, ooh, that's smooth. Thank you. I had a note on my app on our notes yeah. that said can of soup number. And I completely, I'm like, why did I have that there? And that's what it was. Cause when the hell did she write her number on the I can of soup? She walked away. She took like six steps and then turned around and threw it at him. Like she's a quick, mm-hmm. quick with a pen. Yeah. That was very impressive. But that whole so thing, that's... I was impressed with like her improvisational ability mm-hmm. there and, and her quirky flirting, I guess you could call it in Kenneth's case was top notch good on her yeah yeah that that was extremely impressive that i just want to as nerd i am cover originally we hear that he wants to go back in time to save his girlfriend yeah because he he suggests that she died like somebody crashed into her house and with a car and killed her yeah modified story to hide what really happened but i i'm not going to dispute any paradoxes i just want to know which of these two scenarios you think would happen so he time travels back and he 
goes to stop the event of her dying, assuming that was correct. But then if that event never happens, he never knows to go there. So you're kind of stuck in this loop that you can never stop it. So there's that, that you can't prevent it, or you're the, you caused the event by going back in time. So that's still, it's still the same thing. Uh Well, I, cause like he could get in the way of the the car to stop it from hitting, but he's the one that could aim it at her place by accident because it was always him the whole time. Well, I think that depends on, uh, I'm, I'm very much not an expert on this sort of thing. I'm no, uh, uh, time travel expert. Um, but I think that depends on, you know, let me put it to you in movie terms here. This will help me understand it too. It depends on what sort of like flavor of time travel you believe. Do you believe in back to the future mm-hmm. time travel or do you believe in like Avengers Endgame time travel where back to the future, Ooh. your question I think uh, is the accurate one. You know, if they go back in time mm-hmm. and they affect what happens back there, then would the future would, you know, Darius and Kenneth's relationship ever happen because he saved quote unquote saved his girlfriend from dying. Um, then they never would have had a, a the, the, need to meet if it's the avengers endgame flavor then them going back in time just creates a different timeline and like they're always together and just because they stop something from happening doesn't mean like darius disappears from kenneth's present and goes back to where she was it's just we got like a split in the timeline and now we're walking down another path so it's i normally think it'll be you can't prevent it because you're just going to stop yourself from ever going there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to be a perpetual loop, but it's a modified version of the Avengers of what I think would happen because the Avengers, they time traveled, tried to avoid interfering, let stuff happen and just made adjustments to something after the events that triggered them wanting to make changes. So they wouldn't like, they didn't do a paradox. They just tinkered (laughs) with future stuff. What I think would have happened is that Kenneth would never himself get what he want because he'll, let's say he travels back in time. He saves her. That will make an alternate timeline. Saves her by not driving his car into her house. (laughs) Yeah. So that would make an alternate timeline where another version of him and her would be happy. But the thing is either he winds up going back to his time Uh or he disintegrates because he's not part of this new timeline. Well, that's more of the back of the future flavor. I, I, at that point, that's a good question i don't know are there are there two kenneths one with uh kristen bell and one with darius at that point i i don't know possibly i think it's either gonna i think for him any way that you can stop something with knowledge of the event is either you're gonna disintegrate because you're deleting the timeline you're in to spare somebody or you're gonna be thrown in a different one and they're gonna be saved somewhere else but you still don't get yeah that's true actually i mean to to add on to your disintegration thing both kenneth and i think darius at that moment would disintegrate from that timeline not like they would die but you know kenneth would be you know he's living his life with Kristen bell and darius is back at her home doing just being dissatisfied and she'll never know about kenneth because he never fighting with her dad about calling her a virgin (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was an awkward conversation (laughs) so i I don't know. I I would hope and believe, okay, if he goes back in time and stops himself from crashing into Kristen Bell's house, what was her character's name? Was uh, Belinda. Belinda's house. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, the romantic in me wants to believe that, okay, he stops that from happening. And um, they wouldn't be together. And mainly because like that interview that Darius does with Belinda, 
was literally her saying like, oh, he was sweet. I like the attention, but they were never together. Like she, she oh, was being idea. the bitchy girl stringing him along because she liked the attention. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, I don't know if Which she was made that me malicious. sad because I love Kristen Bell. Right. Well, yeah. She's a great actress. She can she can play yeah. that. I mean, you, you remember forgetting Sarah Marshall. She was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, in that case, okay, he doesn't crash into her house. Although she, I guess, was never really that injured. Um, the romantic Mimi wants to believe that, okay, he stops that event from happening. Now, him and Darius have the opportunity to just, you know, live their own life in that timeline. I don't know. There's a whole lot of paradoxes okay. happening here, but that's the one I want to believe. I I, I like that because you know that. he Kenneth at that point is grown. He's realized that um you know where Kristen Bell never really gave him everything that he he mm-hmm. wanted at that time, and I think eventually he did realize that he could have so much more at like an actual good relationship with Darius that he would say yeah. you know what okay I'll stop this thing from happening, but then I'll live a better life with Darius, which then my split timelines would work i think maybe so yeah 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 ish anyway. i mean you know who knows how time travel actually works yeah we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole <laughs> i don't know i mean who knows if it's actually a thing uh, like my biggest um i i kind of feel that time travel doesn't actually ever doesn't exist um for for i think one of two reasons either well once what i don't know which one do you want first the depressing one or the like reality one i don't know I think they're both going to be depressing. A little depressing. Okay. The one one so, reason is like it doesn't ever happen because, you know, humanity kills itself off before anybody could actually invent or figure out time travel because, you know, we're destroying damn, the planet that's, at the moment. So when you said depressing one, I thought you meant like just depressing because we never achieved. No, it. that was the other one. That's the slightly <laughs> less depressing one. It's just it's it's actually not possible, you know, f- like by the laws of physics, not possible. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. Future Steven. <laughs> This is in, the, in my mental self. If time travel is available in our lifetime, sneak. I'm going to sneak in here before this recording and put a note under my iPad. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Because my iPad hasn't moved since last night. So fucking shit. <laughs> is it there? Okay. Um, I got to go make a withdrawal from a bank account, apparently, Uh-oh. that's been made Uh-oh. a deposit in 1920. So, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. That. Got to start writing down like all, all past lottery numbers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, yeah, then no, future Stephen, uh, give me a lot of money, man. I, I want, I want to not have, I don't want any more student loans. Yeah, it says here that you invested in platinum Apple. <laughs> hey, better than investing in, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know investments, I don't know stocks. Um, but my feeling for why there is what, unless all of the time travelers that have traveled through time are like sworn to secrecy and and for it to actually be a viable thing they can't reveal the truth about it i think the fact mm-hmm. that there aren't people traveling through time that we don't see any time travelers proves that there is no time travel that could work and it could be like the time travelers are time observers so they never alter oh, sure, they sure. just blend i mean yeah that would be the only way it would have to work yeah, we're pretty much what you yeah. said, just more of an official capacity. But like in that case, and like, well, these advanced time traveling humans must be um, their self control must be off the charts to not to be able to travel back in time and just blend and not say, "Dude, I'm from like I'm from the year three thousand, man." It's crazy up there. Like, it depends like on what your purpose is. That mm-hmm. if you avoid going to events that involve your life, sure. it's easier not to partake because. It doesn't affect you and maybe avoiding stuff that could like 
Pompeii. Don't travel to Pompeii. You're going to be tempted to save somebody right, yeah. and like other events kind of thing. So like maybe if you just go to observe the Great Wall being built or yeah, yeah. certain just monumental events that are happy, it's easier just to stand in the background. Just be an, an audience member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be the, the, I guess, only way it would be possible. Because otherwise, like, I oh. mean, I don't know. I'm, I kind of, part of me kind of hopes that the case, that would, that would be the case. That'd be really cool. I don't think... That seems like such advanced technology that, I mean, we can't even get to Mars yet. We're working on it, but like traveling through time seems like such advanced technology that I don't know what's going to happen in our lifetime. Unless there's a Kenneth out there working on it and actually making it happen. Yeah. So I think it is time. Yes, I said the word time. Did you, the first time, this was my first time watching the film. This is your second, your first time. Mm -hmm. Did you actually think he was going to time travel or did you think like something just funky was going to happen or did you even think they would cut to black and make you wonder kind of like inception oh god if they did that inception thing i would have been pissed off um i would have been pissed but then like eh, yeah good it would have felt like a like a cop-out for for the film i mean not to say that inception was a cop-out i think that ending for inception worked really well with it because it was designed to work that way but if they had done it with that, with safety not guaranteed, it would have just felt like, oh, the writers didn't know how to end this. Um, but I think the first time I watched this, I I felt like 90% convinced that it wouldn't happen, that something would happen on the boat and then he would just be left standing there. And, um, you yeah. know, these government guys would get him and he would be institutionalized or whatever. And then Darius would just visit him and they'd have some through the glass romance or something. But then, okay, uh, you know, maybe time to to sound your second spoiler warning, like you said. <laughs> second spoiler warning is... Ah! Yeah. So if you guys don't want to know the ending of this film, pause, pause now. Pause it. Watch the movie. It's it's kind of a short movie, so, you know, you, you can get back to it pretty quickly. So then Kenneth is on the boat, on his time travel boat. boat. Very impressive. Well, equally impressive and also extremely rickety looking boat. <laughs> It, it looked like a DuckTales time travel boat or the time machine from the movie Time Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kenneth's on there. He's making stuff happen. Darius runs up and is like, you know, I, I was, you know, I believe you. I'm sorry. I Can't we love each other or whatever? And he invites her on the boat and they got on there. Stuff starts whirring. You know, a beam of light shoots straight up into the sky. And then the boat just gets sucked into into nothing and disappears and you're left to wonder like Mm -hmm. oh oh, i guess it worked and the first time seeing it i i thought it wouldn't actually work but then they did disappear and i was like oh damn it worked that's a lot cooler Mm -hmm. that's that's a way cooler ending than i was expecting yeah it you know the second time i watched this it made me think of a different outcome and it made me think of a different question that was maybe a little sadder and now I don't know what's going on. I, I want to believe in my heart of hearts. I want to believe that they actually did travel through time and they're going to have, you know, the, the loving, quirky life that they both want to have. So you're thinking they imploded or just disintegrated this, this most recent time watching it. I, that's what I popped into my head. I'm like, oh, that's also another possibility. Oh, man, mm. I hope that's not it. But maybe. So I'm going to go with daytime traveled. Mm-hmm. And for this Okay, yeah, 10%. That's a beautiful ending. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with a time traveled because when it disappeared, 
there was no ashes, there was no residue, the bri- the dock wasn't cut or yeah. anything, and there wasn't even a ripple in the water from like if there was an implosion, no, yeah, there would have been some kind of response in the water from that energy. They literally just done. <laughs> they dematerialized. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe there is uh, the tiniest ripple in the water. I don't know. There is like some science smoke, science mist <laughs> left over. But yeah, like, ultimate, like nothing. They were just gone. Yeah. So I think it worked. I believe I, I want to believe that too. I mean, it looked impressive enough to work as it was the boat was gearing up and getting going. There was like this mm-hmm. weird, crazy energy field expanding from um, what was on it and it enveloped them and sucked them into something. So why not? You know, I, I no no need to be cynical in, in these days watching a, a fun, mm-hmm. really, I think, well-made movie like this. Believe in magic. I, I think they went back Believe in time. In- yeah, and to describe their little bubble for any of you Halo players, Halo 3, those gravity weld grenades, mm. the, those grenade shields, mm. that's what we're describing. Well, for you Halo mm-hmm. players out there, I hope that worked. I think I can imagine what that... I mean, I saw the movie, so... Yeah, you saw the movie. <laughs> so... All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I believe it worked. Um, the movie wrapped up extremely quickly after that. Uh, Jeff and Arno were, were cheering them on. Like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> go, go go live your lives, you crazy kids. Mm, and yep. the uh, quote-unquote government operatives were like, you know, befuddled. Just <laughs> like, what the hell happened? I love them. Like, okay, I guess he's not a spy. <laughs> Though, okay, so you know what? I, I can imagine the dialogue for the two of them. One, I guess he's not a spy. The other one, how the fuck are we going to fill the paperwork on this I one? I know. What are you going to write that would make your, your boss go like, oh, this is fine. And not, uh, you're fired for, for obviously doing drugs on, on the job. <laughs> the job, yeah. Uh, so on that note. Well, on that note, I want to ask you, if you had the opportunity to, tra- to time travel, uh, where would you go, Steven? <sighs> I gotta think about my kind of hard. Too. That, it's a big question. I know. Well, yeah, because like there's the emotional ones of what things would you change? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was thinking like, hey, hey, you know, I want to have lunch with a what's what's the the stereotype the cliche one? Want to have lunch with Albert Einstein? Why not? Ultra Albert Einstein. Dun, 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 dun. Although I think like Nikola Tesla would be a more interesting, I don't know, any of them would be cool. Yeah, that I would probably say depending on... And this is assuming we can only travel backwards in time, I guess. Yeah, let's just go with backwards because then at least you know what you're potentially going towards. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to list two things mm-hmm. and assuming you get two. If you don't get two, the first one is the one I'd pick. So when the Earth first had its big bang... Like everything fresh, a new fresh air. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of questions about that one. Okay, you you keep going for it. Well, just like to see everything pristine and clean and untouched. Well, there's there's a lot to talk about that. Well, first the 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 energy ex, uh, uh, you know expressed with the Big Bang was, I mean, it's called the Big Bang for a reason. You would not survive that. Okay, and the Earth at that point was just it was nothing but molten lava. It was not survivable. So after it's after it's settled after. So let's say like... Well, that'd be like billions of years after the Big Bang. <laughs> fine. Pretty much the first chance I get okay. after it's, I, that's happened. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pop your balloon there. I apologize for that. And then the other thing would be a safe... Picking a safe spot to watch dinosaurs. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't that a Michael Crichton book though? There, Don't you worry about like... Uh, I, think, I think that was a Michael Crichton book. Somebody went back in time 
and um you know stepped on a butterfly or something and then travel changed the course of yeah history. yeah like you know the germans uh, are, have conquered the world or something nazi germany rather <laughs> not modern well, germany that's a, whole other, I that's a whole other time travel thing where do we believe if you time travel you will change history or do you believe time travel already happened in the future so um uh, my brain just went blank so anything you do has already happened and is what has caused the events to work. That's a, that's a good question. Who knows? Uh, I, again, I'm no mm. uh, time travelologist. Who knows? Um, I like that. So, all right, go back to dinosaur times. Um, maybe, maybe like strapped with a couple of like guns to protect yourself. Just like badass, like, like uh, uh, commando Rambo style. Um, I, I'd probably just cause a oh, whole don't want to mess with time have an immediate button to jump back sure sure sure. as as you see the and giant just like brontosaurus foot like coming down on your head uh-huh. and maybe like an energy force field so like something gets tasered but not shot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so minimum impact if i have to defend myself right. yeah why not i mean you're traveling through time who says that can't exist i do yeah. that 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 mm-hmm. yeah that'll be a trip oh man you could get like the go back there with you know take your take your phone with you come back to the present time and just like get the the best uh, um i don't know paleontologist uh, science job ever have like <laughs> all of the nobel prizes given to you <laughs> there's so much you could do but in regards to that what where would you go uh okay well you know let me see if i can think of two things okay the sentimental one is i you know I'd want to go back to uh, want to see my dad again. That would be nice. And maybe like mm-hmm. tell the doctors, hey, look out for this. You know, make sure make sure you catch this before uh, bad things happen. Uh, the other one is I don't know if I'd want to travel back as far as you would. I think I I don't know if I have the skills to live in a, a time like that. Like if I travel back to the I don't know 15th century, I would probably die very quickly because I am <laughs> I am a very modern non-tough guy um but i don't know i could i bet the but the 50s were pretty cool 50s were, were a nice uh prosperous time why not go see some good old movies listen to some great music wars over with yeah, so that, you're, you know world war ii is over with so you know it's it's we're doing okay <laughs> i like it i like it that you touched upon the whole sea family thing again i definitely avoided that one because that was the first one that came to mind because i'm like i've already done an emotional episode i'm not going back there i'm gonna go with the the fun portion but i'll tell you offhand the first one would really be but i i listed the fun stuff I, we, we got a nice balance now <laughs> yeah i i didn't want to give you guys the heavy yeah. stuff <laughs> uh, well, we covered this one pretty well i think i want to ask you our, our usual wrapping it up question steven how would you classify this one for our listeners is this a buy or a rent? So this one is kind of unique and quirky, kind of like Garden State. So I think this is an insta buy that if, as we've, I always say, when you guys see a trailer, you know what kind of person you are. If you were excited for this film after seeing the trailer like I was, it's an insta buy. If you're just curious, it's 100% worth the rental, but I think it's an insta buy. Like I was telling Sean before we started recording, this movie was a lot more fantastic than I expected. Like I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And then I finished watching, I'm like, that was fucking yeah, what, fantastic. Was, like it, it, it exceeded my film. <laughs> yeah, it exceeded my expectations, uh-huh. which is hard to do because normally when I get excited about something, at best, it matches my excitement. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I would agree with that. Um, I watched this one on Netflix. It was available on Netflix. And that's not necessarily mm-hmm. to say that I wouldn't insta-buy this one. It's just I didn't really have the money for it at the moment. <laughs> but yeah. like the moment I do, and I would probably pay full price with this one. Um, but if this one went on sale, I think that's an insta-buy too. It's a fun one. I think it has a lot of, even even with the really fantastical ending, um, I think it has, as I found out, some good rewatchability. Because mm-hmm. you got that one crazy moment at the end. But the rest of the film, it's a lot of interesting character and relationship development that you get to enjoy. I think it makes worthing it or worth. I think it makes watching it more than once worthwhile. I would have to fully agree. So, yeah. Insta buy all around, especially if this is your kind of film. You're not going to regret mm-hmm. it. It's a good one. Fun one. We'll make you think. And yeah. What more is there to say about that about the film other than, well, I'm glad that you took the ride with us. Glad that you stuck around for yeah. this this podcast. And um, I'm assuming you took Stephen's advice when he did the second spoiler warning and you paused this podcast and you watched the film and then you came back and listened mm-hmm. to, to the rest of this. So I thank you for taking the, you know, really putting in the effort. It means a lot to us. It Yeah. The did you add this one? No. I think you, you did. All right, did okay, that explains why you're signing yeah. off. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Steven appreciates you listening. And this was a great one. This one, um, I think, will really help temper the other recording we're doing today. So it, it was a good time. I can't wait to... I'll probably see this one again. It was a good one. And until then, spread the word far and wide about the podcast. We really appreciate it. And until next time when... Uh, I don't... I Let's see. What's on the episode next? I don't know which one's coming on after this one. Foreign film. Foreign it film. Is a foreign well, film. it will be not as... It'll be distressing in a different way, but it won't be our B-movie which will be a good. So until then, until the next time, we'll talk to you later. I've been Sean Anderson here with my uh, time traveling co-host, my, my co-host from the future. Traveling Steve. Yeah. And you've been listening to more movies. Please. Please.